Today on episode 183 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, we're going to talk about Windows 10 and why it's so bad. Yeah, scratch that. I'm sick of talking about Windows 10, and you're probably sick of hearing about it. How about today we talk about some cool websites I've come across recently? Okay, let's do it. Another episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and we're going to have fun today. I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. My general motto is that your computer should do what you want it to do without your having to learn a bunch of code or technical skills. And I'm pretty sure you're going to learn a few things today that you didn't know about before. And if your computer has a problem, don't keep banging your head against a wall trying to figure out how to fix it. Just call me. I've been doing computer repair since 1999, and in most cases, I can fix whatever's wrong with your computer remotely so you don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 183. So let's get started. Well, here we are again with what I like to call a cool websites episode. Now, if you're new to the show, what I usually do on each episode is I feature some kind of computer tip or trick with Windows or Microsoft Word, uh, or I tell you about a neat little piece of software that I like to use, or sometimes I alert you to some new scam that's making the round so you don't get caught in it, that kind of thing. But every so often, I like to just take a little side trip and tell you about some cool websites that I've come across recently. I don't really have any set criteria for what qualifies to be on this list, but I generally look for websites that are either entertaining, educational, interesting, or or maybe sometimes all three. I can tell you, if I come across a website and my reaction is, hey, that's pretty cool, then you'll probably hear about it on one of these episodes. And I know you might not be able to write down all these website addresses right now, since you might be driving Or maybe you're hiking the Appalachian Trail and you just don't have anything to write with at the moment. But when you get a chance, you can get all the information at my website, computertutorflorida.com slash 183. So we start off today with a site called Photojet. It's at photojet.com. That's spelled with an F, not a PH. This is a website where you can make really cool graphics for all of your social media accounts. You know, like when you go on Instagram and you see those professional graphics with the beautiful text of some inspirational quote or something, and you figure whoever owns that account must be some professional with Photoshop or something. But that kind of professional look could be on your account if you use Photojet. You can create Twitter header images, YouTube covers, Facebook covers, Google Plus covers, Pinterest graphics... Instagram posts, all that stuff. And you can also make fake magazine covers. You've probably seen these where it looks like a well-known magazine like People or Time magazine, but it has your picture on it and whatever text you want to have on there. There's lots of cool stuff on this site. Next up, we have a site called RunP, and that's at R-U-N-P-E-E dot com. I mentioned in a recent episode that I like to do ultra marathons, 
But the Run P site has actually nothing to do with actual running or racing. It has to do with movies. Here's the scenario. You're out with some friends watching a movie, and you're about a half hour into it, and you realize you have to use the bathroom. It's not urgent yet, but you know you're not going to make it through the whole two-hour movie. But you don't want to hurry out and pee, and then while you're gone, there's some critical scene that if you miss it, the whole rest of the movie doesn't make sense. Or maybe while you're gone, there's some incredible action scene that everyone's going to be talking about the next day at work. Everyone except you, that is, since all the big action happened while you were answering the call of nature. Well, that's the situation where it's handy to have the Run P app on your phone. The Run P app is a database of movies, and new ones are added every week as they come out in theaters. And the app will tell you exactly when is a good time for you to sneak out to the bathroom without missing anything important. Usually there are a few of these, like, three to five minute periods in a movie, so you can choose one and get back in time. And this app has a couple of really cool features, too. If you start the app when the movie starts, it will be in sync with the movie, and it'll even give you a little vibrate action on your phone to tell you, hey, this is a good time to go if you need to. And the other thing is, for a lot of movies, it'll tell you if there's something to watch out for during or after the ending credits. You know when the movie ends and the lights come on in the theater, but the credits are still rolling and you don't know if you should stay or not, because what if it's just the credits rolling and that's the end? But what if halfway through the credits, they start showing outtakes from the movie, and you know you want to stay for that. With the Run P app, you'll know all that stuff. And by the way, you can get all that information on your computer by going to the website, but most people just don't bring their computer to the movie theater. And next is a website called All My Faves. You're going to love this. It's kind of an abbreviation for All My Favorites, uh, and you can see that at allmyfaves.com. Basically, this is a website full of websites. It shows links to all of the top websites in just about every category you can think of, and it puts all of those websites right there on one page for easy reference. For example, one of the categories listed is weather. For that one, the site links to the Weather Network, the Weather Channel, Weather Underground, CNN Weather, AccuWeather, MSN Weather, IntelliCast, NOAA Watch, Forecast, and WeatherBug. And what if you're looking for the various courier services? Well, they're all listed there. U.S. Postal Service, UPS, FedEx, Freight Center, DHL, TNT, and Mailboxes. And it lists all of the top sites for a huge list of categories, including email, video, maps, search, reference, news, weather, social media, shopping, travel, banks, magazines. I probably haven't even listed a third of the categories on there. And it's all on one page on this website. This is one you really have to see to get a grasp of all that's there. Next up, a website that's Facebook-related. This one is called Status History, and you can see it at statushistory.com. Basically, this site gives you the ability to go back and see every Facebook status you've posted since you joined Facebook. When I checked mine, I was wondering how many status updates I've done since I joined Facebook, and I didn't really have any idea what to expect. My total number of Facebook statuses was 2,196. And that seems like a lot, although I'm sure there are lots of people with a lot more than that. It was interesting, though, to go back to like 2008 and see what kind of stuff I was posting on Facebook back then. And the website will also calculate and tell you which of your friends has given you the most likes and also who has commented the most on your statuses. 
So if you've ever wondered exactly how much time you've wasted on Facebook, here's that slap in the face you've been looking for. And now the next website I want to tell you about is a website about you, or I should say about your body. It's called Inner Body, and you can see it at innerbody.com. This site is definitely educational. I think it's pretty interesting, too. When you first go to the site, you'll see an image of a human body right in the middle of the page, and over on the left side are a list of all the systems of a human body, like muscular system, skeletal system, digestive system, and so on, 12 different systems. And as you move your mouse over each of those names without clicking on anything, the image changes to show you where that particular system is located in the body. So you decide you want to learn about the respiratory system, for example. You just click on that title, and the next screen lists a new set of items, all of the components of the respiratory system, the mouth, the nose, the larynx, the lungs, and several more things that are part of that system. And as you mouse over each of them, you see a description of what it is and what it does. And you can see a 3D image of that particular body system, which you can rotate and see from all different angles. So if you've ever wanted to learn more about your body and how it works, this is an excellent website to visit. All right, we're almost done. We've got two more websites to go. Now, this one is fun, and it's pretty useful if you have a cat. And even if you don't have a cat, you should know about this anyway. The website is called the Kitty Convict Project, and you can see it at explodingkittens.com slash kittyconvict. Consider these numbers. Think about all the family pets that we have here in the United States total. If you had to guess, how many do you think go missing every year? I couldn't believe this. Seven million. I had no idea seven million pets go missing each year in the U.S. Now, as for the recovery rate, it's very different between dogs and cats. For dogs, about 26% of those that go missing get reported and end up back with their family. But for cats, less than 5% get reported and returned. There's three reasons for that. More dogs have ID collars than cats do. Number two, cats are better at hiding. You know, if a cat doesn't want to be found, it's going to be pretty difficult. But the reason that really made sense is this. If someone sees a dog running around loose in the neighborhood, you just assume it's lost. So it's more likely to be noticed and reported. But if you see a cat running around, it's very easy to assume ah, it's just an outdoor cat. So you probably don't even think about reporting it to anyone. The Kitty Convict Project website has a solution to this problem. If you have an indoor cat, dress it in orange, like an orange collar or an orange scarf. Now, one reason for orange is because it's easy to spot. But the other reason is that it brands your cat as a quote-unquote kitty convict so that anyone that sees it outside can instantly know that this is an indoor cat that has somehow escaped and needs to be reported. That's why it's good for non-cat owners to know about this, too. The more people that know about the project, the more likely it is that one of those escaped cats will be able to get returned back to its family. And you can even order these collars on Amazon with your phone number imprinted right on it. And the link to that is on my website as well. And finally, I think I saved the best for last. The last website in today's episode is called Google Feud. You can see it at googlefeud.com. Now, the way it works is kind of like Family Feud, where they've asked a bunch of people, like 100 people, a certain question, and they pick the 10 most common answers, and you have to guess what those answers were. But the difference is where they get that information. 
They get it from Google Autocomplete. Even if you don't know what Autocomplete is, you've probably seen it lots of times. You know when you go and search for something in Google, before you even get done typing out what you're searching for, Google puts up a list of what it thinks you might be searching for based on what thousands of other people have searched for. So, for example, if you typed in the Google search box the words baseball is, then Google will try to predict what you want to search for, and they'll show you a list to choose from, like baseball is fun, baseball is life, baseball is America's pastime, that kind of thing. So back to the Google Feud website. You first choose what category you want, and your choices are culture, people, names, and questions. And then it gives you a phrase For example, if you choose the names category, you might see the name Patrick. So you have to think of all the well-known people named Patrick. Or if you choose the question category, you might see something like, Do fish ever? And then predict what the top 10 Google autocompletes are for how to finish that phrase. Like, do fish ever get thirsty? Or do fish ever sleep? And so on. So once you've guessed three wrong answers, that round is over. And then they show you the 10 answers they were looking for. And then you go to the next round. Like I said, it's pretty fun, and I found it to be a little bit addicting. Even though I never even got like half the answers right before striking out, I still kept coming back for more, and I'll bet you will too. And now it's your turn. I do an episode like this every few months, so if you have a website that's pretty cool and you think people would like to know about it, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Or give me a call on my podcast voicemail line. That's at 727 386 9468, and you can always leave a message because that line is never answered by a human. And that will do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.